The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up, everybody? What's going on, dude? Not much, dude. Uh, Same shit, different day. It's an exciting week for me, man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Why that? Uh, Today's Monday. That's not Tomorrow's Tuesday. Okay. Right after that's Wednesday. Yep, and then Thursday. Thursday hits. (laughs) And I get to see the newest installment of Scream. Yes, that is pretty exciting. Dude, I am fucking stoked for this. Yeah, yeah, dude, I am kind of too. I've seen one and two and three. I've never seen four. Oh, are you going to watch it? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm watching through them. I, I watched one the other night. I'm going to watch uh, two tonight. Oh, how fun is it revisiting oh, one? It's like fun. the original, right? It's it, Dude. Yeah, we're doing that. We're doing that for this episode. Once we see that. I feel like we should do something, uh, or do we finish 83 and then do Scream? One, two, three, four, and then a new one. We could do that. We and then figure and then, out how we're going to get our hands on a copy of five, that's all. And then, ta- well, we've, we'll have seen it in the theater. Yeah, but I'm right? going to want to watch it to revisit it before we well, talk about it. Well, by then, I think it's a Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix also. I know the new Texas Chainsaw is going to be. I don't know about this one, though. Oh, we'll have to look that up. But I well, feel like I saw TBD. something. TBD. <laughs> I do feel like I saw something that said that it was going to be on, on, oh, on is Netflix. It? Yeah. Good. I kind of hope it is because that having to watch that Halloween on Peacock was a pain in the ass, dude. <laughs> Why? Because I don't subscribe to Peacock. Oh, see, I have Peacock. So I, I had like to every subscribe to it so I could watch it and then, and then desubscribe. Remember to unsubscribe. Yeah. I have like every scream uh, streaming service there is. You have every screaming every streaming service. service. That's right, dude. And I'm telling you, man, I got scream on the brain. I'm super hyped for it. Good, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm probably going to start watching all the other ones uh, again before I go see this one. Um, so you've seen all of them except four. So you saw one, yes. two, and three. Yes. Of one, two, and three, which one's your favorite? <laughs> the first one, of course. Okay. When you see four, then we'll have a, another discussion. Okay. okay. Um. Of the first three, right? Mm-hmm. Which one's your favorite opening kill? I mean, we're going to talk about this again. Remind I just, me, because it's been a while since I've seen two and three. Remind me. So first me. one is... Yeah, Drew I know first one. Right? Yep, yep. And that was a shocker. Yes. Again, we're going to get into it deep when we talk about these. Yes. The second one was Jada Pinkett Smith in... Oh, at the, in the staff theater. Omar yep. Epps yep. in the theater. Okay. Right? And he gets it in the bathroom. She gets it. In the theater, right, and nobody notices because yeah. that place is wild, and she's up there in front of people dying, mm-hmm. and they're just cheering. Fucking people are cheering, dude, and in her last moments are watching that, people cheering her die. And then the third one is Cotton Weary. Okay. Cotton Weary is now a big Hollywood dude. He's got a TV talk show. He's on his way home. He's stuck in traffic in L.A. He gets a phone call, and it's this girl acting like she's, oh, my God, wait. Oh, wrong number? I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Your voice is familiar. 
are you cotton weary? And he's kind of talking to her like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm at home with your wife, Christine. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's trying to get home. And so she's at home doing things, right? And all of a sudden, he shows up to try to kill her. She she locks him out of the door. He's banging away. And he's just like, oh, 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 Christine, it's just me. I was just playing around. I was just playing around. She's like, no, stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. Right? And then he's gone. And then Cotton Weary gets home and he's all, Christine, Christine, where are you at? He gets up, opens that door. She comes out of the closet to try to hit him. And he's like, no, 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 honey. It's me, right? He's looking at her. She's like trying to like, you're fuck you. You've gone crazy. And from behind her comes Ghostface. And he's like, behind you, behind you. And he watches her get killed. Oof. And then he tries to fight that dude off. And then he gets killed. I remember thinking to myself, what the fuck? <laughs> they just killed off Cotton Weary? Yeah, well, I mean, if, yeah, well, look at what they did with the first one with with Drew Barrymore, but um, it was good. I don't know, dude. I gotta go. I gotta go with the original man, Drew Barrymore, just because of the impact of that. It hadn't been done. They're great. The sequels are great. Yeah, but it's because of the original that they even exist. You know yeah, what I mean? That idea that you have to shock the audience with that opening scene, right? Yes, dude. Absolutely. Um, let me look this up real quick because that's one of the things that makes Scream scream to me in my mind, at least is it, it screams not scream without that opening. You bring in such a big actress and kill her off right away, right? You put her on a fucking poster, dude. You know? All right, here we go. I just needed to see something real quick. Um, three. Oh, bro, you never saw four, and I fucking just told you the opening to four. That's not three. Oh, wait, really? I'm so sorry, dude. Oh, no, that's okay. That's so fucked up. Damn. See, I didn't even remember. That's how many, that, that's how few times I've seen when you watch I've only it, seen it might, three once. When you watch it, it might remind you. You might be like, oh, Chris said something here, but it's still going to watch. It's going to no, be I'm awesome. I'm going to remember. I'm going to be watching it two nights from now. Dude, um, fuck you. <laughs> damn. No, the <laughs> other one was where um, it was, I forgot what it was. They were watching something and it was Stab, like the Stab movies. And okay. they're like, oh, it's whatever. It's fucked up. And then the one goes crazy and it actually stabs the other one. Oh, really? I don't, I don't remember, remember that, that one. No, I've only seen the movie once, dude. All right. Are you sure you didn't just give me away the fourth one now? No, I just gave you the fourth one, dude, with Cotton Weary, which is crazy. I thought, uh, again, okay. I've only seen I've only seen three once. It'll <sighs> be interesting. You know what I like because about- I've seen it once. It's going to be interesting to go back and visit and and because I basically I really don't remember three that much. It's crazy how they start to build a lore to the films. And and have by the time you get to four, there's so much that gets so involved that you understand some of the motivations of the first one, even. Mm, yes, really? dude, okay, it's okay. interesting. Okay, um, we're gonna save all that. We're gonna save all <laughs> we'll that. We're there. gonna we're gonna get hardcore into scream right after we see the next one. When eighty three is done, we're jumping. We're gonna do a scream month. Yeah, we're just gonna go. Just every week Let's is gonna it. be one, two, three, four, and five. I'm game. But we're now in nineteen eighty three. Yes, that's this are. episode. Yes. And we're watching a sequel uh, of a movie that was actually from the 60s. Yeah. Late 60s. Late? What no, I think it was out? 1960. Was it that early? I think it was, dude. Yes, because I watched it. And Holy I think it said 1960. Shit. Yeah. That's insane. What's that, 23 years? From what, 60 yeah. to 83? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. We go. checked out. Yeah, 1960, dude. Psycho 2. I have a petition here signed by 743 people against Norman Bates' release. 
Madam, please sit down. This matter is being represented by the district attorney. Norma was not convicted of murder. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Don't you realize they're going to release a homicidal well, maniac? I ask you to sit down, Mrs. Loomis. It's all too obvious. Our courts protect the criminals, not their victims. Norman Bates is judged, restored to sanity, and is ordered released forthwith. It's 22 years later, and Norman Bates is coming home. I own a motel not too far from here, and you'd be welcome to spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. Good night, Mary. And he's back in business. Who is this? My mother is dead. I'm telling you, there was a note on that wheel from my dead mother. Norman, it couldn't be your mother. It had to be someone else. I trust her. She would never do anything to hurt me. She'll kill you. I know she will. No, I... I won't do that. You can't make me... kill her. 22 years later, Norman Bates is home. Psycho 2. It's starting again. Anthony Perkins, like one of these most triumphant iconic, return, but an iconic role, yes. right? Like, so if we go back and one of these days, we're going to do Hitchcock month, something like yes. that, where we cover a bunch of Hitchcock films. And mm-hmm. obviously psycho is going to be right in there. Um, that film though, was one of these kind of icon, these kind of pillars in the, in the halls of, of like the most famous of famous horror films yeah right like without that we don't get a lot of other things we've seen we don't get halloween without that dude and the way he did it yeah in such an effective way and still to it it was so shocking but when you go back and watch it based on today's standards it's kind of tame yeah well yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah but back then dude people were flipping out when they saw it yeah dude People freaked I, out. Wasn't it something like they had to have ambulances outside the movie theaters or something like that for people? That's happened a few times, right? Like Exorcist, that was I a think, thing. Yeah, it's happened yeah. a few times. I think that happened Maybe it's a publicity thing, it right? It could be. A, yeah, probably. When we put our movie out, we're going to hire fucking ambulances just to sit outside, <laughs> then call the news and tell them this is what's happening so that they cover it that way, right? Uh, but like the, the idea was is like back then when that film came out, people people railed against it for a while saying it was pornographic. That mm. there was a too much nudity and too much like physical violence. Well, it's nineteen sixty, dude. But when you watch it now, yes. But think about there's what not, the times were in. What was the, what's the nudity? Maybe you see her blurred frontal nudity. Okay, but it's blurred. You can't even blurred. see anything though. You know. And then, how many times did you see the knife enter skin or penetrate the body? Not once. Right, but. But when you watch it, and then it, you're reminded of it in the beginning of Psycho 2, 
it's this the motion, right? It's the motion, it's the yep. cuts, it's the way you had certain angles, and the then the music. sound music. The yes. sound you hear Well, that but the music cuts to the water, yes, right? Dude. Cuts to the water where you see dark blood, like dark or dark colored things hitting the which you think is blood. Yeah. And it's it's soaking its way around and like all of these things and her acting. Mm-hmm. Dude, Janet Lee's acting was just well, so great. And again, and again, what were we just talking about with Scream? Right. You bring in a big actress and yes. you kill her off halfway through your fucking movie. About a third of the way through, right? Yeah. That, that was shocking to everyone. So Psycho 2 picks up this many years later, right? And it almost mm-hmm. feel it almost feels like a cash grab from the studios where they're just kind of like, uh, we're not making money right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Our creative is dry as fuck. Like, what can <laughs> we do, guys? And like somebody just watched Psycho the other night. They're like, what if we just did a, a sequel to Psycho, right? That's how it feels. Like, why would somebody not bring even, Psycho dude. back not even. 23 sounds years like, later? It sounds like something somebody asked on the Hollywood, uh, on the Universal Studio tour. And they said, well, where's Norman Bates now? And they said, film right. idea. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Right? Uh, but we got it. Yeah. They said, let's do this. Let's explore what happens when Norman Bates was arrested for everything he did He did in the 60s, um, served his time, was also in a mental institution where they rehabilitated him. They yep. said, We're, yep. we got you to the point where you can go into society now. How would that look in 1983? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just that, right? Like, wait, was it the 70s that they were filming it or they were trying to portray it or was it the no, 80s? No, it was, I, I okay, think the movie took place in 83. Uh, and then on top of that, like, what comes with that, right? There's, uh, there's the baggage, obviously you're dude. gonna have, yeah, like you see the lady in court fighting against it. Like, what are yep. you doing? You can't do this. He's a monster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, very restrained because it's eighty three. If it was, was, if it was these days, dude, that that person would be in that person's face. Well, wasn't spitting that, um, at him, hitting him? Wasn't like, that the sister? Wasn't that Janelle's sister? Was it her sister in real I, life? I think I, no, 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 no. Uh, the, the oh, character. the character. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sister. So, uh, tame for somebody who's that emotionally connected to the to the, to this guy right. and the crimes that he committed. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but that's the thing. We get to see him now. He's out. Yeah. It's like, all right, you're good. What happens now? It's like if they rehabilitated Michael Myers right? <laughs> instead of him breaking out and killing people. Or think about like real, real criminals, right? Like if like Ted Bundy or Charles Manson, guys, right? Like you say he I mean? comes out and they're like, oh, he's good now. Wait, hang on. <laughs> right. Like there's a moment where there's a pause and people yes. go, uh, this is Charlie Manson, guys. <laughs> do you remember what the fuck he did? And they're, they're like, oh, listen, listen, listen. He did his time. Not only did he do his time. He's good now. We fixed him. He's yep. good. So you're going to watch him. You're going to be like, what the fuck's he doing, right? And that's how that whole town was. There was a, uh, Throughout the movie, we hear there's whispers. There's rumors already started at the restaurant before he even gets there. There's all these things because everybody knows who Norman Bates is. They know what he did. Mm-hmm. They know he... I mean, it was headline news by then. So, And especially him coming out, that's headline news. Yep. But you got this lady that's fighting it off. And we see him kind of just... What happens if somebody like this does come out? How do they deal with it? Yeah. And where does he have to go first? His fucking house, dude. Home. The motel with the house. Everything we saw in the 60 film, right? Like you look at it and you're like. He didn't have to go there. No, that's true. He wanted to go back. That's true. Because he figured I need to face this thing. But that's where the story takes us. Like it literally forces us to go here now. And, and, And I watched him back to back. Yeah, Psycho and Psycho 2, and it's like, fuck, dude. 
You're taking me back here? I know what happened here. I don't want to be back here. Right. You know? Uh, And that's the thing. At the beginning, you see this. You see this kind of mental struggle that he's got. Like, he's freaked out. He's not sure if he can do this. Uh, he knows what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's what I like about this film. We're going to keep talking about it as we get into it. But it's this idea that maybe he was better. Maybe he was fine yeah. and better, and then yeah. it was all of these other ingredients, these other right, people who start to just do not like take away all the things that were fixed in his brain, yep. dude. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so he goes there, right? He's immediately he sees shapes in the windows, and he's freaking out. He starts hearing his mom's voice through the halls, phone calls coming in. Um, part of the idea here is it's he's got his own doctor. The funny thing is. Is this lady's name, right? The lady who was object- objecting that he was being let out. The sister of Janet Lee's character. Her last name is Loomis. Oh, I love that. I'm like, where? what are we doing here? Who's paying homage to who, right? Like, this is 83. When they're writing this, are they saying... Well, no, 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 no. Hang on. This goes back to Psycho. Oh, is Loomis in there? Loomis, yes. Loomis is the... I see. I didn't watch it again, so I didn't Janet remember. Lee, uh, let me let me double check my facts before I'm fucking wrong here. <laughs> um, yes, Loomis. Janet Lee's character went to see her boyfriend Sam Loomis. That's his her so husband. She married. Dude. Does she not her sister's that? boyfriend? No, she knows that. She just because they were together, they got they met during when they were looking for for her. I feel like weren't. Hold on a second. Janet Lee's character was having an affair at the beginning of the film. Was she having the affair or was he having the well, affair? Well, he was. Yes. And who is that guy? Is that Loomis? No. Yes. So the Ooh. sister was fucking the husband of the woman here? No, right? No, because no, no. that was somebody no. else. Yes, because they were talking because his divorce it, so was in remember. the process of being finalized. That's at least what they wanted you. He wanted her to think. So she ended up marrying her sister's fucking boy toy that he was fucking. Yeah, dude. Yes. Wow, dude. But that's the thing, right? So like this woman is is she's fighting it. Um, We get we get to the point where he's got his own Dr. Loomis. He's got a doctor that's like Mm -hmm. rehabilitated him. But for some reason, he's so invested that he stays in the like he's following him around and checking in on him and doing all this stuff but well, he gets him a job you do. yes gets him a job at a local restaurant a little diner mm-hmm. where he meets a new hire girl herself she's been there a few weeks uh played Not by even. meg tilly four days oh four days that's right that's yes meg tilly who is it's weird how all this ties into each other man you got meg tilly who's the sister of jennifer tilly who later becomes part of Bride the chucky, chucky series that's right um but meg tilly's who also wrote this in- movie who did Tom Holland? Oh, who I, also yes. did Child's Play. There you go. Also, Meg Tilly. Uh, for anybody in the um like eighties kind of films, she's also in um The Big Freeze, which is a great mm. fucking film. Okay. And she's also in um, oh, what is it? Is she in Saint Elmo's Fire? No, no, no. Neither Tilly is. All right, I don't know. Who I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking of somebody else. Anyway. So uh, she plays this waitress, right? And he uh, and Norman Bates starts to get to know her, and 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 on his first day, she, he finds like he's leaving, and she's having some argument with her boyfriend. Mm. And she's yep. got nowhere to live. She's homeless. She doesn't know what to do. She starts walking in the wrong direction. He's As like, if no, you were no, red no, flags no. right away. No, no. He's like, no, 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 no. no, no. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, I own a motel, right? I own mm-hmm. one. You can have a room there, and. Uh, 
they go back to the motel and we also find out that the guy that was running the motel while he was in prison is kind of a sleaze bag. He oh he rents this out by the hour basically. And who do we have? The commish, dude. Yes. The fucking commish. Dude, this 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 fucking uh th- this movie stacked with actors. This that movie. You look at it you're like, "Oh, they went on to do this." You know what this I mean? This movie kind of up until this point, everything we have done on this show in the 80s kind of wraps it all up for us, dude. Yeah. And brings it all full circle. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, so he's there running the place. He's a, he's a low-life kind of dirtbag. And um, Norman Bates is kind of put off by this. He's like, you know what? He tells this girl, go up to the house. And this is where I was just like, it's a little forward, bro, the way you're talking to her. He's like, no, you you do as I say. You go the fuck up to the house, basically. He does that a few times where I'm like, you're not dating her. You're not he, like, like, yes and no. He was stern, <laughs> but I don't feel like it was like, get the fuck up in the house. Do you I think, think it's because it he was in, not bad. only because he was he was in prison and away for long enough, but in the 60s, like that's just how men talk to women. So well, I don't even I don't even think it was that. I think he was just trying to be very adamant about I'm trying to do something that you don't need to know about. I need you to just go away right now. You need to just go. You need to go away right now. So she goes to the house yes. and he tells this dude, listen, you're a piece of shit. I'm firing you. Get the fuck out of here. And this yeah. guy's like, fuck you. You can't fire me. Who do you think you are? He's like, I own this place. He <laughs> fucking took his dick out and threw it on the counter. Right? Basically. And so then he's like, all right, I hate you. Um, He comes back to harass him later. But during this time, right, things are happening. Like there's phone calls coming in mm-hmm. and he's hearing his mom's voice. He's seeing shapes. There's all these things that are fucking with his head. Yep. All the way to the point where he's working and all of a sudden he's getting little notes that are handwritten in his mom's writing that say, you know, get rid of a slut living in your house. All this crazy shit. And at first, Meg Tilly's like, uh, I don't know if I can trust you. I might need to leave. And he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, that was creepy. <laughs> uh, he's like, no, no, no. You know, I, it's, it's, it's fine. I'm safe. I'm not going to hurt you. And and finally, it becomes this thing where you're like, does she have like... um what do they call it? That syndrome where, where like a nightingale syndrome. Is that what it is? Or where they th- fall for their, for the person. There's another care of or saying something? where people who are like abducted or captured. Oh yeah. What's really the uh, Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm. It feels like that's what she has all of a sudden. Cause now she's really starting to care for this guy. Yeah. And she like and like, like she, she's like, okay, like you're, you're fragile. I want to take care of you kind of thing right she starts to become kind of motherly to to him there's a lot of times where she there's these embraces these things she does that it's like like ah like i you know you might be crazy but i feel bad i want to make sure you're okay and i'm set she's looking at him like he's a beat up puppy bro yes but then at the same exact time at the same exact time it's very sexual oh yeah she's got a, a little bit of an attraction as well Yes. So it's you you got these two angles that normally shouldn't converge that are very well converging. But then we find out there's someone else in the house because it's not Norman acting weird, right? Because at first she's she's freaking out. She's like somebody else is here and she thought it was Norman, but well, it was because she sees somebody looking through the bathroom right. wall. Yeah. Which she realizes, okay, this has gone too far. Yeah. And we find out that she is the daughter of the woman who was protesting Loomis. And her aunt is Janet Lee's character who was killed. Mm-hmm. And, and her dad was also killed by this guy. And the idea was, is that 
Loomis and the daughter wanted to get revenge. Well, hang on a second. Was the dad killed by this guy? Yeah, he kills him. Remember when he goes looking for her at the uh, J- he goes looking for Janet Lee. So then, how doesn't he? I mean, I only went by what they said in the movie. Like I said, I didn't I watch the movie. I watched it back to back, again. and now I can't even remember because I didn't think he died. Now that I, I'm thinking about it, I don't think that he died because how would that make sense with her being her being Loomis then? The sister at the beginning protesting. I thought he survived at the end because they came back with the car. I could do. I can't I'd have to go back no, and look I was at baked. it. I, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I'd have to look at it. But the idea here is that now that's the big reveal that these two ladies are doing what they can to drive him crazy. Again. Yes. They're yes. calling. They're acting like they're the mother. They're leaving notes around. They're literally making him try to go mad. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the famous lines in the first movie. Right. We all go a little mad sometimes. Yes. She comes back to that in this film saying something. It's like, oh, you're just you're such you're mad. You're mad. You're truly mad. Remember that? Like mm-hmm. she's cradling him saying that shit. Um, and he is. He's kind of freaking out. And. The doctor's following people around. He's tailing people. He's like, oh, I've got this figured out. And he tells him, he's like, look, they're fucking with you. They are trying to mess with you. Another person who steps way out of their bounds and does a job that they have nothing, <laughs> no, no purpose doing. But uh, yes. Meantime, the manager of the hotel goes missing. Yep. Uh, these two. Well, we see him actually get killed. Oh, yeah. Well, in, in the eyes of the town, he goes missing. They yes. don't know where he is. Yep. Right. Uh, these two lovers, these college oh, kids, teenage, that or, yeah, break into the kids. into the you know the the um the Bates house uh, to to fuck around in the in the in the cellar or the basement, and uh, as they're trying to escape because someone's caught them. Well, the boy dies, the girl doesn't. Yes, she gets out. Yep, he gets killed. She goes to the cops and is like, oh, he was killed, but there's nothing to show. Like, there's no no body, nothing. All it's this stuff's up. going on, dude, and somebody's killing people. So this is what I liked about this movie is that it was a return to Psycho. Mm-hmm. Then it was this kind of let's see what life would really be like if he was let out. Like, how yes. would it be? And then it became a like, who done it? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who's mm-hmm. doing this? Is he really going mad? Are we watching him do this again? Or is someone else involved? This reminded me of Scream. Like, <laughs> is there someone else involved, dude? Like, is there, yeah. some, is there a second kill? Like, what the fuck is happening, right? And it could be anybody. Could even be the doctor. He could have been fucking around being, yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Trying to drive him crazy. Who knows? Uh, keeps him busy. He has a job if he's incarcerated and I have to keep treating him, right? Yeah, he's got motive. Dude, there was so many things happening here. But when we got this reveal of these two ladies, it's like, all right, one of these ladies is fucking with him. One of them is yeah. not being honest here. And this takes us, the, it becomes this culmination of things that happen where all the way to the end, You've got Tilly that's telling her mom, stop doing this shit mm-hmm. um, because I care about him. You know, it's not okay. I feel bad that we're doing this. He realizes it's happening, but he keeps hearing his mother and not his mother because his here's another big mother. reveal. The fuck, bro? <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like Star Wars, right? It's like now oh, I'm your father. Like now they're going to throw another swerve that the original Mrs. Bates that was dead in 1960 isn't his real mom. Yep. There's another true real mom. He keeps saying like, oh, uh, she says she's my real mom. She's that that other lady wasn't my real mom. This is my real mom. And we find out that that's the case. Yeah. That. Well, first, we'll you know, we'll we'll finish up this other part of the story. So the girl, you know, the uh, Tilly and her mom are are they're arguing and then the mom 
decides I'm going to go back to the house and fuck with him one more time. And somebody find out kills she's been her. Stored, well, she, we find out she's been storing the costume in the yes. basement. Yep. And while she's getting ready to get dressed, somebody's there and boom, kills, kills her. Kills her. Hides her in, in all the coal, a big pile of coal or whatever that was. That, I feel like it was coal, I right? I think it was coal. Um, then Tilly's trying to tell you know Norman, like, stop. It was my mom. She's fucking with you. You're not really crazy. He's like, no, I'm really crazy. Trust me. I'm hearing my mom, and my real mom's telling me this. And she's she's like, you're crazy because the way you're talking right now, we really did break your brain. And yeah. she decides the only way I'm going to fix this is I have to dress up like Mrs. Bates and come out and tell him, don't be this way. And he reacts to her and she's like trying to fight him off and she's like doing these little tiny nicks and stabs because she's trying to keep him back but she don't want to kill, kill him. Kill him, yeah. She's fucking yeah. stabbing the shit out of his hand. Jesus Christ, dude. Well, um, it ends up though that she gets killed, right? She's standing above him trying to tell him knock it off, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's holding a knife. Police bust in the door because they, they're coming in to, to save whatever and they see this happening. Boom, they all shoot her and fucking kill her. Mm-hmm. Now she's dead. And Norman Bates is there, like, getting off scot-free because... Because the way it looked. The way she it was looks still is dressed up like his mother when she, she was got the shot one that went killed. crazy. Her and the mom went a little too crazy, tried to drive Norman Bates crazy, and this is what it all was. And Norman has been innocent the whole time. Well, guess what? He wasn't. Uh, well, I want to say he was because he wasn't a part of this, but he also wasn't fucking crazy. This voice yeah. he was hearing was his real mom. Yeah, he wasn't crazy. He didn't kill anybody, though. Was she? She was... Uh, she was the woman in the restaurant. The restaurant lady, right? So this lady in the restaurant shows up at the very end and is like, yes, I'm your real mom. This is what happened. Back in those days, you you know, literally, you had a kid. Literally, Empire you're, Strikes you're looked Back. At, you're looked at like you're crazy. Yeah. So I got put away. She goes, I did have... She's basically saying, like, I'm fucked up. It's, it runs in the family. I got put away. And so we gave you to my sister so that she could raise you. And, you know, you grew up thinking she was your mom, but she was actually your aunt. And um, I'm your mom. Who, man. here's the other thing. Think about how she treated him. Because throughout this movie, we get flashbacks of how she treated her son. So much to the point where, or, or her nephew, that he killed her. He poisoned his mother, right? Yep. But it's because of the mental health thing. Like, she was fucked up, too, treating him the way she did. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, like it's one of those things where you start looking and it's like, damn, it's just unfortunate. These fucked up people keep procreating and, and perpetuating the fucked upness, man. Yeah, well, and and it doesn't get fixed the way it needs to. Right, they don't get the help that they need to get. Right. Well, know? back then, like mental well, back health, then, yeah, you didn't know, dude. Yeah, way. you just lock somebody in a fucking straitjacket, put them in the so- it, an asylum. Right, a woman was uh, overreacting about something, put her in an asylum. Yeah. But she actually had issues, and she talks about that, and she says, you know, I wasn't fit to raise you. And so it was the way it was. And um, Norman's like, all right, cool. It runs in the family and he fucking kills her. Yeah, the dude. The same way he did the first oh. one. He poisons her and then he takes the fucking shovel and bashes her in the Beats, head. Dude, I love that fucking scene, that shot. Oof. Because it's just like, he says, he asked her this question. It's an, an average question that you would actually ask somebody. Yeah. But then he picks up a shovel and hits her in the head and it's like, yeah. damn, dude. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And then he carries her corpse off the same way as he did with his aunt and he hears the voices yep. she's telling him i want to look over mm-hmm. the towns don't bring the dirty ladies around like all that fucked up shit dude and it's just kind of like whoa we saw him go fucked up in psycho get rehabilitated to a certain degree right mm-hmm. until certain things triggered him and he was back without the proper care he was right back where he started 
Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it, dude. I got to tell you, I don't remember watching this before. So when I saw this, I was just like, I'm I'm in this. I um I was thoroughly impressed with this movie too. Dude, yeah, because of that, because of because of the way they portrayed the mental illness in 1983, dude, and how fucking tragic they made it. It was fucking tragic and the fact that people did what they could to manipulate and fuck mm. that it was like you guys are such and it assholes. just wasn't like one person it wasn't two people the mother and daughter it was multiple people dude mm-hmm. he had no tragic. chance dude. he had no How chance fucking he had a chance at the beginning he had a chance get on a plane and go to go go to fucking ohio he had a chance but he went home and that's what did it yeah should have never went home dude um i loved a lot of the homages to the original mm-hmm. there's a shower scene with meg tilly where it's almost almost frame for frame dude you want to hear this dude the turning off the shower the shot of like looking up at it as it's coming down even the way she's facing and ru- putting her arms up and starting to rub herself down and putting her hair in the water i was just like oh my god this is this is amazing yeah. i love this that I, I think it's that scene they had the original shower head and they were going to use it and somebody fucking stole it, dude. Oh, of course. Yep. Just takes one person that? to ruin it for the rest of us. But yeah, dude. Yeah. The the homages, the um the there's the shot at the end with his real mother coming up to the house, her silhouette, and it looks like Miss before we know it's dude. her, and it looks like Mrs. Bates, dude. I'm it like, looks oh great, God, right, dude? That shot is fucking beautiful. There was, there's a few there times was a couple, they did that. Yeah, the dude. very end when he comes out and stands there and she's in the window. So you yeah. watch this, then the window yep. glows and there's it looked so gorgeous, dude. There's another shot where she, uh, Meg Tilly's standing in the hallway or something and he's on the phone. There's something that he says and he goes, oh, no, I don't want to do that to her mother. I can't kill her. And the camera does this thing where it pulls up. And so there's like this, the archway she's in. It's this wooden thing that kind of pulls up and over her head, dude. I'm telling you, just the just mm-hmm. visually, the way it just kind of pulls up and it does this thing where it's just like, and I think it's, it's, it's playing to the fact that like Alfred Hitchcock used to love doing all these different things to manipulate zooming and lenses and camera angles that it would throw you off kilter. And this, I felt like whoever did the cinematography for this, like they, this was their way of saying, like, I want to take what Hitchcock taught us and do some different things to it. If you didn't notice it, go back and see that scene. I'll try to find that scene because when I saw that dude, I was like, Whoa, I love this shot. It's this moment of like, terror and the way she pulls out it pulls up and it does this thing it really makes you feel like that terror rises like this (gasps) you know what i mean yeah it's insane visually it's 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 an inhale is what it is it's what we see visually do you want to know why it's that good because guess who the cinematographer is who dean cundy jurassic park oh apollo 13 back to the future bro yes dude he's got a fucking eye I'm going to try to find that scene again and just kind of like on YouTube and throw it to you because I want you to see what I'm talking about. But like we see this throughout the whole film. There's such great shots and such great kind of plays with the camera. There's mm-hmm. a moment where he's looking at the door and it's wobbling, but the camera, like the zooming in and out is do- they're doing all these different tricks that I'm just like, they're <laughs> just saying, you know what, Alfred, we want to take what you did and show you some love. And yes. s- we want to show you where, 
what you did to break ground where we are now with it and what we're being more creative with because of you. Do you know what I dude? And I, what we're allowed I to get away with, with this today. movie, dude. And what we're allowed to get away with showing today because of you. Yeah, dude. Because again, the, the fucking first one, knife through the mouth, getting stabbed in the hands. As soon as I saw the fucking knife in that woman's mouth, like Oof, I dude. thought to myself, it's eighty three, right? Yeah. There, as much as they did to really kind of harken back to nineteen sixty. They're still in 83. They know what audiences want to see. And audiences want to see a world in where Psycho, we see some gore. Well, because if you really Psycho in, in 1983, it wouldn't have done as good because there's there's no blood. Right. There's no actual so they physical see clear the gore. nudity. There's no, you know what I mean? We actually got physical clear cut yep. nudity in this yep. one as well. Um, At first, not a lot of blurring. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're really kind of showing you this, mm-hmm. this thing. But then, boom, they did show you. And it was like, okay, we're in 83. They're showing you. All right, we're here now, right? Yes, kind of yes, like the way dude. they opened with the 1960 footage, black mm-hmm. and white. It looked even with the even with the 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 uh, who is it? Who did the RKO? Who did the pictures? Uh, Paramount, oh, whoever. No, it is. it's Universal. Universal, right? But it's all in black and white, just like it was back in those yes. days when it opens up the titles. And then when we get to modern day and Psycho, boom, it's red. It's mm-hmm. on the screen, Psycho titles. And then now we're in color. Yep. It was like, okay, we're here. And I love that. Back and forth, they did that. Back and forth throughout this entire film. Mm-hmm. Dude, I like. Yeah, I finished worthy... watching this and I was just like, oh, it's 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 I hard to this. find a worthy sequel to such a, especially to such a film that's groundbreaking as Psycho was and yeah. as good as Psycho was. And from a titan is big as Alfred Hitchcock to find a sequel that I, th- at least the way I feel and the way I see it lives up to its original. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I think it did it, it proud, man. I think because Hitchcock it did look at that and be like, okay, I get because it. Because it was easily translatable. It wasn't like, it wasn't like Halloween where you, you made the sequels. You can never recreate the original because you take the Which mystique out of Michael. Wa- well, when you take the mystique out of Michael Myers and make the movies about him, you're losing the mystique of the original. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have that with this. You were able to translate it easier. Right. Um, it was long enough, right? It was a point yes. where it was like, we're not going to revisit it and have him just go crazy. Like, be, I'm going to start killing again. It was like, let's watch him break down slowly mm-hmm. because let's see him be okay. And like, he should be all right. And now we watch this breakdown. Because, because let me tell you something. If this was a movie made strictly for profit, they would have let him out of jail. He would have been quote unquote rehabilitated, but he would have been just fooling everybody to go. Immediately. Well, not even. He would have just been fooling everybody to be able to get out and go murder again. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah, but this movie took you know? its time. Yes, it was. Dude. It was. A, it's only like it's not. It's a little bit and over it, ninety minutes. It's not bad. And it kept. It's like hundred and ten minutes or something like that. Is it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's almost two hours, but uh, no, it is like two hours. It's an hour and fifty three. Hour fifty three. Yeah, oh dude. wow! Um, and it kept the secret till the end, and didn't give it away, just like the original. Because I thought the whole time I was like, "They're fucking him up." He's and really you crazy. That he was just. You He's thought really because of that, it was both of them. It was uh, uh, the sister, and it was just him losing his mind. Yes. But then you find out that nope, nope. We're gonna throw another curveball at you because we already threw one at you. I'm going to give you another one. Did you feel like it was too much? Were you just like, oh, come on. Like, no. I liked it. Good. No, dude. Yeah, I loved it. No, dude. because like, it came out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, dude, that just makes it even so much more fucking tragic, dude. 
this movie is so tragic and it hurts me and it makes me so upset because I really want to see him do good. And because I'm so big, I am so big into rehabilitating people and not just putting them in a fucking jail cell for 20 years and then dumping them out on the street with, with nothing. Right where they, right where they were, were 20 years ago when they were put in a jail cell. Rehabilitate. And I was, wanted this guy to make it so badly. And he didn't, man. And it's, and then you and know, you can it, sit there and question, well, take these pieces out of it. Take the, everything that happened into out of the equation. Say he did go and he went away from someplace, man, right? Would he have still slipped back? Maybe it would have taken longer. Question, right? Because we find out that it is a familial thing. It's it's, yes. it's hereditary, this thing that they're dealing with mentally mm-hmm. uh, through the mother showing up this way. And to circle Because all after the, the first back, one, you didn't know it was mental health. You thought right, it was just right. she fucking broke the kid. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then we even get those hints that the aunt broke the kid with these things that we, we, we saw yes. in flashbacks. Mm-hmm. However, to circle all the way back to the beginning of the show... Like Scream, mm-hmm. I could see the influence that these kinds of this kind of story had on even Scream, right? Yeah, the idea yeah, that yeah. they're laying all of this other storyline now in there, right? And you find out there's more to it that that his mother was kind of fucked up, and then now that this like that wasn't his real mom, this is his mom. Like it's crazy, yep. dude. Because like again with Scream, it becomes a. Fam- Do you remember the Scream when they the whole Hollywood thing where they're filming Stab? Remember that. Like they're on the sets and stuff. Oh, yeah, in the movie. Yeah. And the yeah, idea yeah. was is that initially, you know, uh Sydney's mom wanted to go to Hollywood to become an actress. Yep. And she got kind of fucked over and, and unfortunately became one of these people who gets chewed up and, and, and really abused. Yep. And that's what kind of fucks her up and gets her being the way she is, which becomes uh, she's promiscuous, which sets off the fact like everything gets everything, set off because yes. of what happened then. Right. And this movie felt that same way. Like all of what happened in 1960 is because of what we hear happening at the end of this movie. And you're just like, See, whoa, and can we take more story now? Can we take a sideways step here and go back to Halloween kills <laughs> and say this is how you show backstory without showing flashback. Dude, yes. I told you there's a way to do it, and they just proved you can do it, dude. Uh, yeah, there was, it was, it was audio. We had flashback, flashback, but it wasn't. Audio, mostly. Well, uh, but even the flashback wasn't like the flashback that they used in, in Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills was complete, full, long ass scenes. I mean, I don't have any problem with that myself, but yeah. But they didn't get, get into it that much in this, dude. Right. They gave you the little pieces here and there. I like how like, the pieces to string it together, and that's all you need. I like how you listened to it, right? And mm-hmm. he's looking at the doorway to the bedroom, and then you saw in the doorknob. playing more into his Did mental... you notice the doorknob? There was yes. a vision of him as a kid. Yeah. So oh, that yeah, was yeah. a flashback. You know, that was his this son. This little thing. Really? Anthony Perkins' son, yeah. Hey, little fireside tidbit, nice and early. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh is Psycho 3 on this list? I know it's in 1986, but is it actually I on this list? I think it is on this list. Good, if it's I not... I got to tell you, I can't wait to see what they're going to do and add to the <sighs> lore next. Well, you know what, though? And here's the thing. I'm kind of nervous. However, I know that I know that Anthony Perkins had a big hand in the third one. Exactly. So that's what's, um, that's what's really making me at least... Hold out a little bit of hope for it. Yeah. Um, but yes, 1986. Sweet. I'll look forward Psycho to that, 3. dude. But for me, dude, I finished watching this movie um, and I watched it a second time before I watched it again today before we recorded. 
And I just, I, yeah, I can't, it's, it's one of these ones that I'm just like, I, I fell in love. I was just like, yeah. wow, this I love everything one, about it. I love the way it was filmed, the way it looked, oh, the coloring, the acting, everything about that. The soundtrack, it had such a mm. Hitchcockian esque kind of soundtrack. But even so they turned down and, and didn't want to use right. the original type of soundtrack right. and you the original you pieces can't. from the soundtrack. They wanted to still give it their own thing and they still nailed it and did such a But we saw so much familiar. We saw the inside yes. of the hotel office with the owl stuffed in the court. Remember See, that? And this is exactly how you make a sequel. You don't regurgitate the first one. You give me the same thing, with but flavor. fucking different. Little sprinkling everywhere. Yes, yes, dude. yes. Dude, exactly. A, yeah, dude. I can't wait to see the next one. Mm. But uh, yeah, for me, I would say tops. I like this yeah. a lot. This is I this agree. is one that's on my list. I'll watch again because mm-hmm. it's and it makes me want to watch works. the first one and second one back to back. And, and, and here's the thing. It also works as a standalone film. Yeah. Especially since they put that that scene in the very, very the beginning. Intro. Yep. Because it's reestablishing to people who don't know this is what the fuck happened and what he did. Yep. Yes. And now here's after the fact. Exactly. However, however, I don't know if this film would stand on its own uh, as a uh, without the, the the psycho tie to it as yeah. highly as its own movie, yeah, you're right because it's the it's it's what we know familiar yes. the psycho. That's what enriches the story. That Still we get a great movie, yeah. but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as as tops as it is. I without agree. That I agree. Sweet but, dude, what do you got? You got tidbits? You got some? Uh, well, I gave you two. I gave you two of them already. Yeah. Um, was this one of these kind of... Did you find out... I mean, this might be part of something you know. Was this something where like they really had to like get him to get on board? Or was he just like, no, I'll do this. Let's Anthony do it. Anthony Perkins? Um, yeah. I don't know if it was difficult or not to get him on board. Okay. But I do remember reading at one point there was talks that Anthony... Uh, not Anthony. Um, Christopher Walken, I think it was, was going to come in and play him. That would have been weird as hell. Yes, it would have. That would have been so weird, I dude. I think it was, yeah, I think they said Anthony, uh, or not Anthony. Um, Mother. Yeah, I know. That's you. Christopher Walken. I Christopher s- walking out this door. I'm not gonna kill her mother. Not gonna I, do it. I own a hotel. <laughs> you can have a room. Stay out of the room. FOC, of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's like, what the hell is that? Free, Free of, of charge. Charge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so weird. It would have been weird. a way wow. different movie, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But I don't know. But then think, think again. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen that one scene, though. Uh, wasn't it Anthony Hopkins in Thinner when he's like, the ice is going to melt or whatever? The ice is going to break? I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know. Maybe 1970s. Christopher, or 1980s, Christopher early 1980s, Christopher Walken could have pulled it <laughs> off. But What else um, we got? All right, so I already mentioned the uh, the shower head. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I already mentioned that that was his son uh, in the little flashback spot. I did notice, though, the shower head was different in this one. I did yeah. notice that. Yeah, you know unfortunately. What I mean? It really yeah. would have been cool if they would have had the same It would have been that sweet. Been really cool. Um, I guess originally uh, producer Hamilton, uh, sorry, Hilton Green, uh, had suggested that none other than Jamie Lee Curtis play Mary Loomis. Whoa, dude, that would have been crazy dope, dude. That would have been crazy. According to what I read, she had a scheduling conflict. And While she did Hall- no, Halloween 3. 
And she did too. not want to return to the horror genre. Oh, uh, yeah, because she she hit a lot of horror right at well, the she, beginning. Well, 1983, she also made it big in the comedy uh, Trading Spaces. Okay. So she didn't want, or Trading Places. She didn't trading want to get places, back yeah. into, um, into horror, you know? But yeah, dude, I think... That would have been kind of cool, would've... though, dude. That would have been cool for horror fans wow, like dude. to look at that, dude. That would have been cool. That would have been really fucking cool, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, um, yeah. That's it. Um, no, there's some other stuff. I guess there was a lot of drama on set between uh, Meg, Meg Tilly and... Um, uh, she didn't like Anthony Hopkins. She, I, uh, I don't Perkins? think she liked... Or, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. God damn. <laughs> uh, Anthony, she didn't like Anthony Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> um and I don't think she liked the director either. So there was a lot of Ooh, tension. Like I guess she really? had said something one time, and and Perkins had overheard it, and it really upset him. And so she ended up like not going to the premiere. She was young and... though, wasn't she? Like she yeah, was a young yeah, kid. Dude. Yeah, yeah. She could have just. But been think kind about of... it too. Like I also read some other things that and he was much older than her. That I guess. Well, I... yes, yeah, yes. I also guess that in her history that there was some sexual abuse between her and one of her other sisters. Jennifer Tilly's never wow. commented on it. Uh, by a stepfather or something like that, I guess, Damn, what I read. Dude. So she's stepping into this role, okay? And then she had several other roles that, that were similar and along those lines, dude. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? So very, very... Ugh. Knowing that part of it, and that part of her history in this role kind of makes it dark in itself, you know? You know what I thought to myself when I saw her on screen, though? Hmm. I was like, she does not look out of place today. No. That hairdo, that emo yep. kind of hairdo, that thing she had going, like, like girls look like that today now. Yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or at least a couple years ago they did. Well, maybe um, like 2000s. Dude, it's I, been a little while. It's for, for me, dude. I say a couple years ago, and it's 2000s. That's that was sad. like high school fashion God to me. Damn. Dude. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah, dude, think about it. 20 years ago was 2012. I was just thinking about that today, too. Oh, shit. Homies Holy is getting shit. old. Holy shit. Or no, 10 years ago. Fuck, dude. Homies is getting old. I know. But, yeah. dude, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Brian De Palma almost at one point directed the movie. <laughs> say hello to my little mother's knife. <laughs> Well, yes, but he also did dress to kill too. That's true. That's true. So that would have been interesting coming that's off true. of that into this. Well, that's true. That's very much. It's got a lot of kind Similar of elements. Yes, dude. The 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 fact that he dressed up as the woman and the well, killing, and just the way the, it was shot. Yes, too. I could see. So you know what, dude? Very, I would have been okay with that. I got to tell you, interesting. After dress to kill, I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, here's my question. Maybe I just missed it. Um, but do you remember Psycho? Yeah. Well, as much as I can. I haven't watched okay. it in a while, but I've well, seen it so much. I I think I do. What What does What does? I think her name's Mary and Janet Lee's character. What does she do at the beginning of the movie that she leaves town? She steals. She steals money. Forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? Last time we see this forty thousand dollars is we after it's she's wrapped killed up in the newspaper. We come out of the bathroom in yep. one shot, and it, we're just yep. looking at the newspaper yep. there fuck happened to forty thousand dollars exactly fucking cops took never it, never never talked about cops it. took it never talked about probably it's cops i wouldn't doubt it of course yeah, exactly it. 1960s dirty cops yeah i can see that especially in a small town like that yeah they're doing an investigation this woman's murdered here's a wrapped up newspaper oh some bills fell holy shit look how much see, money's here and it's another thing too is that hotel the way it ended up uh uh uh, uh flea bag motel as you like to call it yeah um that makes such total sense, dude. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. You know? Like, I'm surprised he wasn't feeding into that to make the money. But again, we see why he was right. doing what he was doing and renting to the people he was, but still, you know? Exactly. 
So I got to stay afloat somehow. Got to. Yep. 1983 economy, bro. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Trickle down economics, bro. <laughs> dude. Maybe uh, that wasn't. I, no, I don't think that was 1983. I think that came a little bit later. Yeah, a little later. He didn't get rated. That was fun, like, though. This was. I, I mean, God, I got to tell you. No, this was a good one, dude. This one, I was not. Honestly, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I was not expecting this movie to be as good as it was. I was Same. expecting it to be a hack, hack piece of shit because I figured they were just trying to use the psycho name to make another movie and make some quick bucks. I thought it was gonna be a coaster uh, kind of film, just yes. kind of coast through it. That's it. I didn't think it was gonna be worth shit, dude. By the time I was done, I was like, "Damn, dude!" Yeah. I got really yeah. in. I got very involved in his kind of demise right and watching and trying to figure and that was the thing too the the whodunit thing the yeah. figuring it out is it him is he going crazy because he keeps making these kind of he's alluding and then to again it. dude you see you see the fucking silhouette of mrs bates coming up the stairway at the end you're like so good. what the fuck is going on now dude and you're yeah. like oh he's not actually that crazy there's actually another Damn. key element but he is because he kill, yeah, fucking sweet. kills her anyway and, and he's talking to her at the end so but Damn. yeah, dude, that's and that's, she's talking back to him. He's that's right one of the back things I like that. about this movie is how tragic it is. It's so tragic, and, and I love the so cycle. It brings it back around yep. to right where he was before. Yeah, yeah. Man, 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 man. The next movie better live up, dude. The next movie better live up. I think it'll come close. What are we doing, Cujo? We're doing Cujo. We're doing another King film. Is this our second one in now? Uh, no, 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 no. Creep shows in there. Yes, yeah, uh, like a shining. third. Uh, this I think this month has like two or three in a row, isn't it? We have no. A few we have this King one, movies. then we have what do we have after this? We have uh this, and then we got Christine at the end. But uh, Cujo so sleepaway camp, and then Christine. But yes, you ever see Cujo? Yes, not I enough. Never watched it really? Yeah. Have you read never the watched book? It. Never read the book. I've never read the, the book, but I know enough of the book. Yeah. To, I know the this story. This will be an interesting conversation, dude. Here's the thing. <sighs> Dogs and cats in movies. Yes. When you I fuck with them, you... you sh- but and again... I know it's a movie. I know it's a movie. But at the end of the day, I still myself... I put myself in this thing where I think to myself, in this moment, when all this stuff's happening... Does this poor dog truly know that do they think they're playing or are they nervous? Are they scared? Like I just I don't know why. It but bothers again, me, dude. Right right in the coattails of Psycho 2 here. And we'll get into it. But how tragic. Yeah. How tragic, dude. How tragic. And then when I tell you how the book ends versus the movie, Dad. Dude, I'm telling you though, I am really looking forward to the performances in this film. Oh yes, dude. because Ooh, I know a yes. lot of the background of the film, the making okay, of this, this film. This will definitely be a good conversation. And so then, I'm so what while I'm watching this, I will appreciate it for what it is. But it's so, dude, it's so hard for me to watch movies with dogs and cats. That yeah, dude, I I'm know, one of these people. You. Like I don't look it up right, and I can get through a movie. But I there's understand. people who look it up on that website. I was gonna say I yep. understand the people that want to look up the does the dog die dot com. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's what it's called. Uh, but yeah, okay. So next week we're doing Cujo. Um, this was a good one, dude. Psycho yeah. two, man. Oh, I so didn't think far, it was gonna be this good of a conversation, good. dude. Yeah, dude. We've got some bangers in absolutely. 83. Uh, next week we're coming back with Cujo. Uh, and 
I'm going to tell people that uh, you are going to be guesting on the other podcast I do, Silence Ooh. Your Phones, coming oh, up in yes. a couple weeks. Yes. So uh, we'll let them know when to listen, but we're going to find a movie to talk about. And uh, if anybody wants to hear us talk about a movie that's well, not well, horror. Hang on, though. Hang on. This comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. So it'll be next Wednesday. I'll be on that episode. Oh, it is next Wednesday. You're right. Yes. There you go. So next Wednesday. Uh, You'll get a double dose of Jim. Yeah. It's going to be something that's not horror. So that'll yes. be fun. And we do it different on and We're doing a different. Phones. Well, we may we be break doing it down. a different decade. We yes. Do, yes. We do. I got to I got to I got to uh, make sure I'm taking my notes based on that format. Yeah. You got to think about how you you're going to analyze these things. Yep. Uh, it'll be fun. All right, dude. Um social we're out there we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on slash we're out there and i'm loving every minute of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah find us out of the shadows podcast out of the shadows o-o-t-s look for it um and that's it yeah other than that we're coming back next week with some rabid dogs we'll see you guys next week thanks so much for listening until we are back remember keep your eye on the shadows (laughs) 